on the crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. I got a, a, a Phil. You crack me up sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes you just make me laugh out loud. He sent me a text, a note for Brad Williams. Brad, you still paying attention over there, buddy? Tell Brad Williams that the Pence event in Wisconsin was a, quote, largely peaceful protest event, unquote. Health experts seem to have given exemptions on wearing a mask if you are attending a largely peaceful protest. The protesters don't get in trouble for not social distancing and not wearing masks. So the Pence event was a largely peaceful event, which is why they weren't wearing masks. Uh, I just thought, and that made me laugh right out loud. Hopefully Alex Riley is done laughing too, so he can talk with us from the Salvation Army. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for being had. I appreciate that. In particular, since uh, we get to talk about some very good Salvation Army news, State Bank is uh, helping you keep your doors open. Tell me about this uh, $15,000 grant. Yeah, so uh, there was a uh, there's a trust fund that uh, that was brought uh, to our attention by the Federal Loan uh, and Home Bank of Chicago, and uh, State Bank had uh, made us aware of that because we have a member uh, from State Bank on our advisor board saying, "Hey, you guys should really che- check out this grant. You should really apply for it because it's right up your alley." Because uh, the Federal Loan and Home Bank of Chicago put this 14 million dollar grant out to the public to help uh, organizations and businesses that were directly impacted by everything that's going on with COVID-19. Um, so uh, State Bank had told us, yeah, you should apply for this. We can help you out however we can. And we were able to thankfully get a $15,000 grant, which will help us. Uh, obviously, with uh, the thrift store being shut down and the earlier wake of COVID-19, um, we lost a lot of money during that time uh, that we could really use to help those that are in need. We've been still trying to meet the need as best we can by offering uh, mobile meals, uh, services with our canteen for lunch, um, trying to shelter as many people as we possibly can while keeping everybody safe and socially distanced. Um, so we are still out here on the front line, still out here doing our best to help uh, the La Crosse County. Um, so having a $15,000 grant to help us keep the lights on is definitely a, a, a welcome bit of good news. Absolutely, oh, I'll bet it's even more than just plain welcome. How much, you mentioned the store, and it unfortunately has had to be uh, closed since uh, COVID. How much uh, uh, money did the store bring in overall? Enough to, that, to really make a difference? Well, when you, when you think about the thrift store, I mean, most people think about getting some really great, uh, you know, some great knickknacks or maybe a nice uh, pair of pants for a really decent price. Um, but what they don't maybe don't realize all the time is that the funds don't just go right into the pocket of the thrift store. Uh, those funds are used to, to keep the lights on there, to maintain uh, the thrift store's uh, businesses there. But then all the proceeds uh, don't go into everybody's pockets, but they go to fund our other programs here at the Salvation Army. So it's one of our most consistent ways to fundraise, to raise money for our programs. And when the thrift store was shut down, we lost roughly about $100,000 just because we were not able to stay open. We were not making that much money. We were making not making that much revenue. Um, so it, it's great to have it open now, and it's great to see the, the community helping us and making donations that we can in turn sell to make money for our programs. Um, but that, that unfortunately, that was money that we weren't making during the impact of COVID-19. So having a grant like this uh, this awesome $15,000 grant from State 
this $15,000 grant from State Bank Financial and the Federal Loan Home Bank of Chicago, having that definitely helps fill a little bit of that hole that we we faced earlier and then to keep us uh, moving forward into the future. Well, and an organization like the Salvation Army that uh, lives and works so close to the vest, when suddenly you're down $100,000, that is a gigantic hole to try and fill up. Fifteen grand won't fill it, but it's going to go a long ways toward helping, isn't it? Every bit helps, absolutely. That's why we're working really hard to make sure that our Red Kettle campaign still happens in the next month. Uh, there's obviously a lot of concern with social distancing, with trying to keep everybody safe, our staff, our volunteers, uh, and everybody in between. Um, so we're we're trying to do the best we can to, to make sure that that still happens. But that will still happen, our Red well, Kettle okay, campaign, good, because good. we – we wouldn't be able to maintain our programs without that funding. And it, it, I don't want to think of a world or a scenario where we might have to close one program down because we can't afford to keep it open because all of our programs are extremely essential, especially in these times right now. Um, and we're, we're asking for the community's help, and we're grateful for the community's help so far and the turnout we've had. Um, so just every, everything that we have been able to do so far, we couldn't do without the lacrosse community, absolutely. Well, and it is, uh, it is paramount, and I'm so glad to hear that uh, the Red Kettle campaign will take place, will continue, because as soon as you said that, I began to see in my mind how the Red Kettle campaign works. It's the kettle's over there, there's a couple of bell ringers, maybe a couple of kids singing Christmas carols or dancing or doing something fun for more funds, and, and uh, everybody can remain socially distanced. They can still put some funds into the bucket, and, uh, and uh, you guys will deal with... Uh, that bucket full of money at the Salvation Army, and I'm sure you'll do that safely. So everybody can continue to uh, help the Salvation Army. This is just one way to keep the doors open through the end of that campaign, right? Absolutely. I mean, like like I said, we're we're working to do the best we can to serve those in, in the community. We're we're doing everything possible to make sure that our programs aren't being shut down. We're uh, we're looking at every possible outcome and just trying to do the best we can, especially as the winter temperatures are on the horizon. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. in the summer, summer we could work with a little bit of uh, restrictions and we could we could adapt to certain changes. But once it gets colder, we're going to have to really look at how are we going to do this? How are we going to stay socially distanced? How are we going to keep everybody safe, especially when it gets colder and we have to uh, get those uh, to work really hard to make sure that we can do everything that we're doing but safely and that's why we're working with the Cooley Collaborative to End Homelessness we're working with Catholic Charities uh, with their warming center so we're doing everything we can to make sure that we can still serve everybody in the way that we're serving them now. And that's the important thing. Hey uh, Alex when you get all the details for the Red Kettle campaign put together give me a call because as is always the case I would love to be able to make that a front and center weekly update kind of thing so that people are aware where the kettles are, how they can participate by bell ringing themselves maybe, at the very least uh, put some spare change in your car, in your pocket, so that you can put it into the red kettle when you see it. Alex Riley, thanks. Congratulations on the State Bank and Federal Home Bank of Chicago $15,000 grant that they will receive today. The red kettle campaign down the road. We'll talk about it then. Thanks,